Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode number 106. Welcome. I hope you have been enjoying the past episodes. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to a judgment-free zone where I have episodes every single Thursday and I have guests on each week that we discuss taboo topics, things that people don't talk about normally but should, and destigmatizing topics as well as just having an open floor and judgment-free zone. So welcome. I'm super excited to have this guest on today. Happy May, by the way. Happy, hopefully, you know, warmer weather, wherever you may be. Um, And yeah, thank you for tuning in today. So I'm going to introduce our guest. He is a single dad philosopher at heart and the CEO of Heartstring Dating App. Everyone, please welcome Lee Michael to the show. All right, everyone. I have Lee Michael here with me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Hey, thanks so much for having me today, Janae. Of course. Super, super pumped to hear all about what you've got going on and all about your app as people heard in the intro. So I would love to first ask my favorite question to ask people is what are you most excited about that's coming up in your life? Oh, I'm most excited about probably my son's birthday. Honestly, Uh, he's turning four in August, but it's a magical time. Uh, you know, with him being uh, so young and kids really teach you a lot about things. So a lot of lessons. So I'm uh, grateful for that. And that's something I'm always excited for. Oh, I love that. That's precious and happy early birthday to him. That's super awesome. I love it. I yeah, love thanks. it. Yeah. But in regards to what we're doing, what I'm most excited about next week is we're launching version 1.70 of Heartstring app. So this mm-hmm. is kind of our sort of nicely packaged up um current state of the app that we're going to use to do our traveling roadshow and spread the vision of what Heartstring is. So finally kind of getting to that milestone for me has been a big win over the last year. So pretty excited about that. I love that. Now I want to know your inspiration and like how you wanted to create a dating app. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I started off mentioning my son. I've been a single dad for uh, three and a half years now. And um, one of my inspirations was always the fact that dating is really fucking hard, to be honest. You know, everyone has limited time, limited attention spans. And uh, especially as a single parent, um, you have very limited time to prioritize dating, even though it's something that's really important to you in your life. Uh, At least it was for me. And Mm. um, so I wanted to make time. And if I invest that time, I want to make sure that I'm investing it, you know, to the right people. And Mm. I found that... um, you know, in, in my dating experience, it took a lot of time and energy and effort as most people find in dating to meet people and go on dates and spend time together. And it may not go anywhere, right? That's part of the process. But at the same time, I think we could do a little bit better in showcasing who we are. And so that was kind of the first piece is, you know, me spending a lot of time, energy and effort of meeting people by looking at their photos and talking on text, which often doesn't, give me a lot of about their vibe, their body language, their tone of voice, mm-hmm. those kinds of things that in real life would make you really attracted to someone. So that was kind of step one. Mm-hmm. Step two was I just started to talk to everybody that I knew 
uh, and said, listen, tell me about your dating experiences. So um, I threw out a Calendly link to as many people as possible, a short survey, and I started to get similar feedback from those people. And the number one thing really is, to be honest, is that photos and text provide a low resolution view into who someone is. You know, when you go on video within one to three seconds, just like in real life, you often can make the assessment that you have some level of attraction, whether it's physical, then it goes deeper, right? When you start to talk with that person, 99% of the time, I feel like that's how it is. Um, It's just like in real life, right? You don't, you don't ask someone for a resume of qualities or what's their, there's no little prompt floating around the top of their head, right? That's like comedic. Those are fun and they can help Mm -hmm. you get matches online, but it's not the same in real life. So for me, I was like, what's the fastest path to assessing a potential match? And Mm -hmm. that's where it started for me was video, you know, 90% of content online and Instagram and TikTok is consumed by video. Um, Why aren't we doing that in dating? And you could see with trends like people sliding into people's DMs on Instagram, right? They want to see a larger window into their life. You can see the boyfriend application or girlfriend application trends on TikTok as another example of that. So I was like, listen, we still date discreetly. Everybody still downloads dating apps. Nobody's going to holistically jump into these social platforms and be an influencer and try to get dates. People are still going to download a dating app. So that's where I started. And then there, you know, actually I'll pause there. Maybe you have questions about that. There's other pieces to it, but. No, I'm, I'm super intrigued. And I think it's so cool because it, everything you're make you're saying makes complete sense. I, you know, I had been on dating apps for years before I found my fiance and I found my, my fiance on a dating app. So it's kind of like, I'm all for dating apps. I think it's such a great tool that people can use. I mean, you are are already on your phone all the time. So it's like, why not incorporate you being on your phone to meet a match? If obviously, if that's what you're looking for, or maybe you're looking for a hookup. And again, you can still go on an app and find a hookup or whatever you're desiring. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's such a fun way to kind of meet new people even I've met like friends through Mm -hmm. like dating apps like you know it didn't really work out like romantically but they were still a friend of mine so I think it's such a cool tool and I love I I think it's so true the video aspect it makes complete sense everyone Mm -hmm. likes videos I mean it's like and I think going off of that too like during COVID for instance like video like FaceTime dates were like a huge hit I think it was like a way to kind of see and like be like oh okay I I think I could vibe with this person because you're right it is kind of like you're in person and you kind of it's so hard to read someone quote-unquote read someone through text messages or like Mm -hmm. you were saying like dating apps where you're just messaging each other it's so hard to to really grasp and through pictures it's so hard to grasp who they really are so I love your concept. I think it's Thanks. genius. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parts to that. Just to unpack a few of those things. Number one is that synchronous video like this right now is a little different still than asynchronous videos. And so on Heartstring, people upload up to 30 second clips, just like an Instagram story or TikTok, right? And the beauty of that is it's not as perhaps vulnerable, I think, in some cases as a direct synchronous FaceTime or video call. Even myself, okay, I would say that I'm probably a pretty seasoned dater. And obviously, I founded a dating app, you know, I'm not that awkward for going on, you know, I've had my challenges making videos. But even on a real time video call, 
uh, I often I find myself I'm like, what am I going to do? And so like one of my tactics is like, I'll just like make dinner while I'm on a date, you know, or like do something fun. I'll be like, let's, let's like make a coffee. Like it's just something to break the ice. But those I think actually add a lot more pressure for people who aren't as experienced perhaps in dating and doing that a lot. I do think it's awesome that people did that during COVID and stepped out of their comfort zone and it socialized mm-hmm. video a lot more to, to kind of pave the way forward for where we're at. However, it also made people realize that they really do value the in-person connection. And so for me, I'm like, how do we get to in-person fastest, but with the most amount of information? And that's why it, short video clips do it. Cause I'm like, I can see you. I don't have to jump on a video call with you. Uh, you know, I can see a profile of eight different clips. Um, and that for me gives a l- much more information about someone than um, text. And you can, you could take all those prompts that, that you see in those other dating apps and you could literally do them on video. So one of them would be like, what's your top three values? I could say that to you. Like, here's my top three values. Or you could be comedic in a video, even if you're not a comedian, right? Right, so right. Those are, those are ways. And I, I think um, for me, I just realized like the power of it. It, it. it actually is like for a lot of people, they at first they're like, oh, it, it may be very vulnerable or uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, that's part of it. But at the same time, you're going to weed out a lot of people that you mm. first off probably wouldn't connect with. And number two, you actually may find a lot more people that you would connect with because I find a lot of people are probably swiping off of people they would connect with if they heard their voice, their body language, not a voice note, because a voice note is dissociated from you as like a whole, right? So when you hear those voice prompts, you're like, yeah. it's it's like kind of a really funny comedic thing in its own right. And I do think it, I do enjoy it, but it's still dissociated from the whole person, right? So right, right. I just think that, I just think that um, a lot of people would actually match more. And, and the other part too, honestly, from a security and safety perspective, if you think about it, um, a lot of weirdos aren't going to be putting themselves on video, number one, right? A lot of people that, or people that don't, you know, one of our other features is uh, uh, actually, I'll, well, whatever we can get into, it. it's called Pitch Your Friend, right? Which is the kind of whole vision behind bringing this humanness back and celebrating friendships uh, in the dating experience. A lot of people uh, won't get their friends to pitch them in their dating profile if they don't have friends, right? I mean, yeah, mm. some people may not want to do that for their friends, which I find weird because everyone I talk with loves to champion their friends, right? If they're single, mm, like everybody's like, yeah, this is my friend. This is why they're great, right? And so that's another piece in this dating experience where when you have friends endorsing their friends in your dating profile and it's a video of them being like, yeah, this is why you should date Lee. He's crazy, single dad, whatever, right? It's like that gives you a bit more social proof and some trust that, hey, this guy has some accountability, has social good social mm-hmm. bonds, which I think are actually key indicators for uh, uh, attraction. So yeah, um, so yeah. Those are a couple levels to it that I've just kind of uncovered as I built this out uh, and thinking about the power of video, um, especially even from a scamming side of things. You know, a lot of people are worried about like scammers and, and those things on apps. And th- there are tons of those on other apps for sure. Um, and part of it is because they get to hide behind photos and fake identities with a video. You can't do that. Um, yes. catfishing. That's huge. Well, you, you can't. <laughs> I would say that. I would say with chat GPT and stuff, you probably could make some catfishing or you can download other videos and make a profile of just someone else's videos. But then the question you could ask as another level in our app is for now is have they used the the in-app camera and the in-app camera has a little green badge that you get that shows that you used it, which means you Mm -hmm. uploaded content from real time. So it's like there's levels to this thing where it's like, I'm really trying to showcase like, 
hey, that's fine. If someone has an only video profile that doesn't really show them and you're wondering, well, you can be like, hey, you know, did they use the in-app camera? Do they have a pitch from their friend? Do you know, those are two other levels that add more social and, and security validation to the process. So um, yeah, I just thought like that's the starting place really. So that that's kind of where a lot of this idea of just like centralizing the core feature of the app and our values into uh, with video, which is was literally like authentically expressing yourself, being seen, mm. seeing others. Like that's really the kind of core value um, of video. So. Wow. This is so cool. Now, so is it still like a matching process? Like you look through people's videos and then you like, like each other. Is that still kind of the concept of how you. Yeah. So there's no swiping away in heartstring okay. because for me, that activity kind of inherently feels psychologically negative. And I feel like a lot of people have mm -hmm. that experience as well, even though it gives you a quick way to access the dating pool and root out people. I think you also, again, limit yourself. So mm -hmm. right now you just scroll on a feed like TikTok. Um, and that's kind of the starting place that that will evolve as we grow the product um, into I have a bunch of ways that we can we can change that. So it's mutual liking right now, which which partly for me, again, like any, any experience where you want to meet someone, there has to be a mutual like so that that way you're both kind of interested. And Definitely. that that kind of creates this like gate so that you you know especially one of the other things when i talk to especially women they have hundreds of matches it's very common you know if you're an, an average whatever the scale is you want to use to measure you know attractiveness if you're average mm. good looking woman or man but i'm just speaking about women because i hear this often from women um they have hundreds of matches honestly if not thousands i've had women show me literally ten thousand matches and i i literally was like i can't believe this so um you know, and, and so for me, it's kind of sets this barrier where like you have to be a little bit more intentional on who do you like, who likes you. Okay, boom. Now you're a match, but there's a caveat. You can only have three conversations at any given time in Heartstream. So it really kind of forces you to be more intentional on who you communicate with in the experience. And for me, that's key because it, it, it will not only help daters um, offload some of the work they feel right now in dating. Because I mean, you know, how many people have you spoken with that are tired and overworked? You can't, they can't even date because they're literally like right. stifling through matches. So yeah. yeah, and so for me, it's it's one of those things where it um, will help offload some of that tired experience, force force to be a little more intentional, and uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of the second really cool value that we've baked into the features, which is intentionality. So being a more intentional in the dating experience. Wow. I love that too. Cause I think, yeah, some people can get super overwhelmed with like when they're talking to so many people and then they can't even focus on like, you know, a couple folks to really get into a good combo. Cause they're like all over the place. It's like, yeah. it's too, it's too much. And I can, I can relate. Cause I definitely did that at some points. And then I was like, okay, Janae, you need to focus on like a couple people because it gets so overwhelming. So that's really, that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's something that uh, most people have experienced, or at least most people I've chatted with, myself included. And another really interesting piece to that is when you're talking to multiple people, I mean, I ask the question many times, I'm like, how do I know if they're the, of course, if you're speaking with them often before you get to like a date or you get their phone number, then you're like, okay, they're interested in me. But like, how do you know if they're kind of lingering? Maybe they're slower in their communication process and you're slower, but you're also talking to five other people. 
but maybe maybe like you want to chat more with that person how do you know that they feel the same and that's always a problem that i think about and i have a couple little juicy ideas of how to solve that but for now i'll keep that tight-lipped but the point is it's like that's interesting to consider of like how intentional our data is being especially if you have you know how much attention how much of that data's mental real estate is going to you of course you'd know if they're communicating with you but i still think a lot of people are spread so thin that they're just trying to weed through the waters and go on as many dates possible to be able to feel out who's what. And you may be 10th mm -hmm. in that queue, but you may be a better match for that person, but they don't know because they can't even get to you, you know, right, right. because they're so fried by the time they get there. So definitely. Wow. This is super yeah. cool. I love, I'm, I love the concept Thanks. and it seems like yeah. you're very passionate about it. Like this is, this is your thing. And I think it's super, mm -hmm. super cool. Um, what has been like the response and like the feedback you've gotten regarding apps or do you have any yeah. testimonials that you would be willing to share? Yeah, I don't have any testimonials because it's just so early days. We've had um, mm -hmm. almost 600 daters now log into the app and there's quite a few videos, which is pretty cool to see. Like it really is magical just to see people throwing in videos and how they, how they mm -hmm. use it and interact. Um, you know, I think right now the phase we're at is just it's the it's the vision building and traction awareness phase to show people like, hey, here's the vision where we're headed. Um, mm -hmm. Come on board because, you know, people come in the app and they go, there's no one in my city. It's like, of course, I, I know this. Right. And I'm like, I get it. You know, follow the journey. We're building this together. And I try to engage, you know, every single dater that adds us on Instagram or in the app. Um, so they know that there's a real human behind the scenes here. Like, you know, that's mm -hmm. that's the whole piece to it is showing like. This is not some like, you know, you know, corporate suit in Silicon right. Valley that got a check. It's like a real human that's just crawling and, and getting feedback from daters every day and being like, hey, here's a chance to to build this product together. And, and yeah, eventually there will be people in your city when we get there. But right now there isn't. So, you know, the testimony really is just people think it's really cool. They like the vision. They align with the values. People love the values. I mean, I think mm -hmm. I think the whole culture of dating um, and people realize now that the existing apps that are out there aren't serving them because they don't align with their values. They they right. feel like they're just another number that has to pay a subscription to then get a bunch of matches and then filter through quickly and go to a bunch of dates. And then we're back on the app three months later, two weeks later, mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? I'm not mm -hmm. saying it doesn't work and I'm not painting it as this evil thing. Dating apps, I do think they're great and they've changed the landscape. And of course, I am have been a user for a decade of dating apps and I built one now, but I think there's a time to change. People don't want like the games. They don't want the, like, they don't want that experience in an app. They want actually, I believe the least amount of like friction to get to an in-person date and the least amount of time mm -hmm. spent in an, uh, in the app. And they don't even want to download an app. Mm -hmm. If I could find a way to, and I've, I'm working on ways to think about how to engage people without it. If I could find a way to, to get rid of even downloading the app, I feel like that would be a breakthrough. But um, they want to get to in-person dates, right? They want to meet people in real right. life. And I just think, I think, I think the whole focus and shift is that the values of our dating culture have changed and the way that we design these products to facilitate meeting people and especially, you know, meeting people for love, relationships, sex, whatever it is you're, you're whatever you're looking for. It's like that has to change with these values. And so for me, that's that's like a huge piece to bringing this vision. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just step. It's just every day stepping forward and getting another data, getting more daters in the tool and helping them 
spread the vision, right? Like the pitch your friend concept mm -hmm. is a way for me to create this yeah. network effect, right? To be like, hey, invite your friend into your dating experience and, you know, see people, see other people's friends. Like for me as a dater, I literally built something that I also would personally be like, wow, this is really cool. I could see the, you know, how many times have you dated someone that you didn't get along with their friends and it didn't work? Um, I've had that experience multiple times. Yeah. So it's a very hard rocky waters to deal with. So I think that's such a cool idea. Cause I think too, when you hear like the person you're potentially dating's friends talk about them and like, oh, you know, this person is really funny and they love to do this. And they're like, you know, things about them. I think that really tells like another layer of that person. Like, I think that stuff mm -hmm. is so, so important. And I'm sure too, it could be like, a family member like if they're really close with their sibling yeah. like they could probably do it like I think that's actually such a cool concept to like really think about because I think when you meet someone that you're dating's friends like that is really like that's yeah. like a net the next step right like For you sure. meet them a couple times and then you're like okay like we're gonna introduce the friends then the family yeah. maybe or vice versa and like it's a big step so I think that's that's such a cool way to kind of put it in the app and just be able to kind of remove that step a little bit and make it probably more comfortable for people to be like, okay, like this is their friend. This is what they have to say about this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for some people, maybe meeting in person is something they wait a while to do. Right. Um, but at the mm -hmm. same time, they could easily get a little bit of that out of the way by um, having a video of them in their dating profile. So that way you can like, yeah, there's my friends, you know, pitching me in there. I actually did a, a video of my grandma pitching me. It was great. I sent my mom. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Instagram. I sent my mom. I was like, hey, mom, can you do a pitch for me for my dating profile? And she's she did like one up to all of us. And she got my grandma too. And I was like, this is amazing. So <laughs> God so bless funny. my grandma. It worked. You know, I have a girlfriend now that uh, saw that video, likes it, you know, it works. Amazing. So yeah, <laughs> it's facts. Guys, get your grandma to, or grandpa to pitch you. No, I don't know. I just want, I like... It, you know, for me, that speaks to part of my values, too, about the dating experience is not just authenticity and intentionality, but it's also comedy. I think I think humor mm -hmm. is such an important part to just life in general, but especially in dating. It's like you got to mm -hmm. laugh a little and let's take off the pressure. And we could I think it's a really important quality like I from a um, from looking for a partner from a you know attraction perspective. Humor is like that is literally like number one. If I can't laugh with you at like jokes in life and right. It's like, it's not going to work, right? Definitely. So getting my grandma to pitch me is like a hu hu uh, comedic approach to being like, hey, you know what? This is part of my dating profile and we're not constrained anymore to like, like a photo would never, my grandma could never no. take a photo. And I'd be like, here's my, here's me with my grandma. That's not the same as my grandma no. talking about me, you know, um, which is a whole other level of experience, right? So. Wow, that, I love that so much. That like, that's such a genius idea. That is so Thanks. good. I love it. I love it. I um, need the world to know. So let's spread it as much as possible. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tell all of my people. So 100%. I love it. Super cool. Um, now I kind of want to get into a little bit of just dating sure. in general. Now, what would you say is like the best advice for someone maybe on your app ready to go on a first date? What advice, like if they're maybe really nervous or whatever they're going through the motions of maybe getting back into the game what is what is your advice that you would give them 
there's a couple angles to that. I would say even predate stuff, but to get back mm -hmm. into the game, I mean, first thing everybody should remember, it's so simple, but it's so hard. Uh, it's that we're all out here dating. Like everyone forgets that like, we're all making a profile and we're all like, there's me, right? And then all of a sudden we, we're like, well, I'm on the app. I'll check it a bit. But like other people are seeing you and they also made a profile. So like understand mm -hmm. that you're literally in the same boat and we're all dating and there's nothing mm -hmm. weird or bizarre being on a dating app. And for everybody out there that's so highbrow and says, I don't do dating apps. I'm like, okay, like good for you. But like, it's like 99% <laughs> of the population will go on a dating app. And I think it, it's worked wonders for many people, right? But right. again, I think, yeah, remember, look, be be honest that, you know, you're putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, I think is a really important part. Don't, don't like when I say vulnerable, I don't mean like drop your whole backstory or your, you know, trauma on the first date, like all that stuff. Like don't do those things, but just be honest about who you are. And part of being honest is like, Hey, here's me being me in my life. And maybe that's, you have a couple photos of just your everyday life. Again, I'm not trying to give feedback on people making a dating profile of photos. Cause that's not what I do. If it was me, I would do videos. Right. Obviously. Right. But uh, I think part of it is just share what you're passionate about and what you're interested in and show your everyday life. Like if you're making a video dating profile, because that that's going to go a long way and speak volumes. Like, you know, I take little clips, let's say of myself, playing guitar with and my son's kind of doing other things and like that's a clip I would use because it's like my real life you know right. I'm not traveling to Bali and like teaching yoga no offense to anybody who does that but you get my point it's like I'm right, not a jet, right. I'm not a jet setter so I don't want to I'm right. not trying to be that I'm just being me in my regular life and I think that's what people are looking for they want to see the real you and that is like a little glimpse in so understand that you're putting yourself out there everyone else's you know second thing be authentic be you don't don't try to like mm -hmm. doctor up something just because social media has us all twisted into thinking we need to present our lives as influencers that's not the case so true so yeah. true it's like kind of be two, yourself yeah yeah two two key basic things that i think we often forget because we look at other people's life and we compare our life we have a hard time forgetting like we're blessed we're here right now we're alive you're blessed so celebrate your life and share what you're passionate about right and if you don't know where to start well then start somewhere and start That's somewhere would be like do you ride a bike do you like cooking do you play guitar do you have any interest if you don't well then you better get one because that's you know like right. try something new yeah do you play you video know? games like are you a streamer do you like whatever it is right like it doesn't always have to be like the, the common things that I'm, I'm rifling off here it could be literally anything mm -hmm. right and there's a lot of the internet, it's so cool because the internet and video have given power to people to be able to express the weirdest hobbies and the weirdest interests. Like so TikTok's about someone like talking about bugs. It's like, yo, dude, like literally yeah. do that on your dating profile. And I guarantee you, maybe 80% of the people won't like that, but there'll be someone that's like, this guy's oh. or this girl's cool because that's their thing, totally. you know? Right, right. So. And I think that's what makes the world so beautiful is everyone being so unique, right? And yeah. And I love when you said like, being authentic to yourself because some people might post like for instance videos or a photo of them doing something that they did once but they're pretending they're like putting on a yeah. show like they do it all the time like you said like going to Bali it's like okay cool but like you probably already only went there once and you're not gonna like you're not a jet setter or you're not yes. like climbing up mountains every single day but you're posting all of your photos climbing up mountains so it's like yeah. being authentic to yourself I think is something that I think people really overlook. And I think when you're in the dating world, it's so true. It's like, 
just be yourself. Don't act like you're something else because if you start dating this person, they're going to find out real quick, hey, you're not actually like that. You you don't climb up mountains every single day. Like just mm-hmm. just truly being yourself and being authentic. And I think you will attract the right people wow. when you are in that situation, when you're being yourself and you're being authentic. I think it really shows. Facts. That's so important. And you, to your point of like often overlooked, that makes total sense because most often, again, we create this, like we look and see like vanity metrics on someone's social media feed. Right. And a lot of people go now to look at someone and go, Oh, they only have like, you know, 1000 followers. So they can't be that cool. Right. And it's like, that's the part where we get lost in thinking and trying to be somebody that we're not. And I do think though, especially the case of when you meet someone, they're going to exactly tell right away, like this person isn't that. And um, that's, that's a lot of the problem I have with a lot of the dating culture online as well. Stuff that I see from coaches, especially in the, in the male dominator. And even, you know, a lot of talk of like high value, low value women, like this kind of stuff. Like for me, the, the key here is they're selling a lot of snake oil around like how to like get your text game, get the most matches, you know, you can get. It's like, that's not the point here. The point is like, mm-hmm. how do we help daters be more confident in who they are, communicate more effectively, uh, be able to express themselves more authentically? How do we do those things? Because if we can do those things, then they can get to in person and, and be just themselves. No amount of like texting game, even though that sure on some level helps you get better at some communication, it's like no amount of, it's not about more matches really what it's about. Mm. It's like dialing into you and getting better at what you do and talking about what you like. And that will translate to better in-person dates. So for me, I find like a lot of the internet and a lot of the creators that are out there are really um, selling this, this stuff that I don't think is helping people level up in their own self growth. And I think that's where it starts. Right. Mm. So for me, it starts with you and that way you'll be able to attract, you know, better quality matches, better, you know, whatever you're looking for once you level up yourself. And that may just be, Hey, I need to, um, I need to learn to, I don't know, sit up, sit up a little more straighter, speak a little bit louder, maybe communicate my needs better. You know, those are all elements to attracting people and, you know, or whatever, maybe I need to update my mm-hmm. fashion. I need to work out a little, whatever it is that you need to do for yourself. Those are mm. the key parts, not not like getting a formula or a script to pick someone up. For me, that's that's the exact opposite of, you know, the advice. And that's that's actually my third piece of advice is careful online for the stuff that you hear of people selling game. You know, it's not about game. I feel like that leads leads down the wrong path. Um, so, yeah. And that's something, you know, even still is what I'm doing as well. Uh, actually, next week, I don't know when the, the podcast comes out here, but next week we're uh, we're going to be launching um, dateconfidence.com, which is uh, to help men um, build confidence in dating through things like, uh, obviously, videos, number one, uh, role play and scenario-based dating. So supporting like real-time uh, dating experiences and giving feedback, um, supporting better communication and helping people actually go through the process of making videos for their dating profile. So I'll be launching that with two dating coaches next week. And there's, there's nothing like this, like there's nothing like this out there. And and again, you can even by doing these courses, like some of them that we've created, uh, you could take that to everyday life, you know? So by stepping out of your comfort zone and I'll give you an example, one of them for me is like, I like to go to, like I go to a restaurant and eat by myself, right? That's a cool thing. And then what I do is I go, uh, I'm uh, one of the pieces of homework would be like, 
hey guys, like your day one homework is to go to a restaurant, eat by yourself, and then record yourself at the restaurant talking about the food that you're eating or the restaurant and the experience and tell me a little bit about it. And like for most people, that would be really uncomfortable unless you're a creator, right? But that's part of the process of being like, step out of your comfort zone, not only go eat alone, but actually, um, you know, record a video talking to to the camera and tell us about the food and or uh, that. And that for me is actually a way to help actually build a bit of confidence in, in doing that and stepping out of your comfort zone. So yeah, we got a whole couple things launched, but that's how I'm going to combat this, like, you know, the, the culture that I'm seeing online and again, shift people towards building that confidence. And right now we're starting with men because I find that there's a lot of men that really struggle uh, out there to um, have the confidence to meet women and uh, communicate, you know, and speak more effectively. So. I love that because I think, so when I was single, I was single for years and I think when I was single, I learned so much about myself through doing stuff like that, through going to restaurants alone, like literally just going to like activities or events, mm -hmm. like places that I don't know anyone mm -hmm. and putting myself in those situations. Because again, you're going to meet people, you're going to talk to people, like you're just putting yourself out there and, mm -hmm. and just being able to, I met like really great friends that I'm still friends with like years later from just literally going out. And going to a restaurant alone can sound very intimidating, but I think it's, it, it kind of builds character. And I think it really mm -hmm. can, can showcase like, okay, I can do something alone. And it, it really does build the confidence because people, you know, people might look, but you can, I can guarantee you there's someone else at the place that you're going to go to by yourself. That's also oh. alone. You know? Yeah, and it's empowering. It's empowering to know it that is. you can do those things. And I, I never thought it was until I started doing it. Honestly, I actually mm -hmm. love it. And obviously, often I'm making content or I'm like, sometimes I FaceTime a friend and like those things are fun too. Mm -hmm. But like, I really do think it's an empowering experience. And the whole point of, of kind of what we're creating in terms of building these courses and, and building coaching experiences to support that is to um, help people, again, step out of their comfort zone, self-growth, like grow in that experience and eventually come away with actual content that they can use for the dating profile that will speak volumes beyond uh, having a photo uh, or some text, you know, and I get it. Everyone expresses themselves differently, but this is the way that um, I think is the way of the future. And I think it's a way for people to really showcase a lot more of themselves. So, um, and not to mention like, you know, with our role-based and scenario-based training, it's like, helping people understand cues, body language, you know, tone mm -hmm. of voice, like, like not, not just, it's, it's also like that helps with intimacy, being able to communicate more effectively. When do you like dial, like, you know, dial it down or when do you turn it up a little, right? Like first dates, like you got to, there's small things I think that can really go a long way. So that's some of the stuff our coach, uh, Sarah, who's been coaching men for years uh, is going to be doing as well. So yeah, we're just really excited to get that going too. So like I'm coming at this industry from all angles, you know. We have a That's we have awesome. a match matchmaking thing launching soon as well. So it's just like I won't be denied. You know, all these like old, old elites that are running the show here in the dating industry. It's like we're <laughs> we're on route, you know. And that's that's the thing I think a lot of people forget. Like there's been the key players for, you know, for the past decade, five, you know five to 10 years now and uh, it's just time mm -hmm. for some fresh blood in this industry so well kudos to you for pushing through and thinking of all these cool like designs and topics and workshops like I think that's so awesome and I think Thanks. like you were saying I mean from my experiences 
I have heard from some of my guy friends, some of the guys I want to date with, but like, it is hard for them to like put themselves out there. And I think, I think everyone in their life has struggled with confidence at one point in their life, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone in this whole entire world, even crazy celebrities that you're like, oh, they never could be self-conscious, but guess what? They are at some point in their life. Um, So I know you said just like confidence in general. And I loved like your tip about like going out by yourself and doing the video because I think stepping out of your comfort zone can be so scary but then once you do it it's almost like or for at least me I get like so excited I'm like oh my gosh like I just did something new it's like it's super exciting to kind of like overcome like getting out of your comfort zone so Mm -hmm. what would you say is like a few you know confidence tips specifically for men or maybe you've experienced something that you were like oh my gosh like this is scary. How did you kind of overcome, you know, maybe having some confidence, um, you know, low confidence and how did you kind of overcome that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think there's a couple ways to answer that. Um, number one, something I always try to think about, and this is really hard not to do, but taking things personally. So yes, there are experiences where perhaps you've built a relationship with someone over an extended period of time, right? Could be three months, six months, nine months. Of course, you're going to be impacted emotionally by if something doesn't work out, right? Or they said something to you and it went sour from there. But in the early days, you really have to understand you don't know them. They don't owe you anything. You don't owe them anything. You need to let go of expectations, first of all, you know, and Mm -hmm. stop creating a narrative about how it's going to be. Be in the present moment. That's really important. But also don't take it personal if they're like, listen, I'm not into you. I'm not attracted to you. That's okay. You went on one, two, three, four, five dates. You'll know when it's like getting a little more serious. That's for you to decide. But for me, I think it's really important that people reflect and and part of that is you need to kind of date a lot to learn a little bit about that and not taking personal. It's hard. We're human, right? We we have feelings, we have emotions, we we get attached and we create these ideas and fixations early. But um, I think that's a core piece too. And you need to get burned, I think, a few times also, because that's gonna help you. Because you're gonna be like, okay, you know what? And then from there, what you can do is, uh, you know, uh, a self-check and you can be like, okay, like, hey, like they gave me this feedback or I often ask for feedback, you know, after something has gone. So I'm like, hey, what, you know, thanks for letting me know, especially if it was cordial, right? And, you know, thanks for letting me know that it's not going to work out. I'd love to, like, could you tell me a little bit more about why, you know, what wasn't yeah. doing it for you? And and they can give you some cool feedback and you could take that and you could do what you with, will with it you know, decide, do you, is it relevant to who you are? Like, was it just something superficial? Like they're, you know, they didn't like how you look. Okay. They didn't like how you look, move on. There's going to be 1 million other people that probably like how you look, you know? So I think that's a, that's a key piece. And, and that's like my number one piece to start uh, recognizing now to build the confidence. Obviously it's kind of twofold. You need to go on dates. Mm -hmm. You need to get experience talking. Like, Literally, you could just start by talking to strangers, not in a dating context. Like, don't think about it like you, you, like, yeah, you see a beautiful woman or, you know, a handsome guy at a coffee shop. You don't need to think immediately like, oh, my God, I got to land their number. In fact, don't even think about that. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's there, the opportunity to, like, have a conversation with that person, that's, for me, is the starting place. And just do that. Do that once a day. Challenge yourself. You know what? Today, I'm going to go grab a coffee. Like I go out and get a coffee to break up my day. And I, I mean, where I'm at now in my life is I literally talk to everybody. I mean, I, so much so that even on dates when I'm with my girlfriend, I just talk to everybody. I'm like, okay, I got to like <laughs> dial into the date. My bad, you know, but like, 
that's just my nature now. But I would say for people that, and I'm an entrepreneur, so it's never going to stop, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> it's for people that are for people that are trying to get experience, I think they should just start talking to strangers to ask them about their day. Stop. Don't talk about you. Be like, Hey, like if someone's doing something cool, like, Oh, that's an awesome piece of art. Like, tell me more about it. And then yeah. there you go. You know, and you don't know where that could be. You don't know who they know. You don't know the possibilities that could come from that. Right. They may invite you to a party and then you may meet friends and meet someone. Right. So I think being open to that and kind of pushing yourself a little to communicate with, people and challenge and create a little challenge, right? Like I said, once a day, you know, that that's the starting place. I think that's, those are two kind of key pieces of advice I would give. Well, I love those. And I think when you, yeah, like when you say yes to things or you put yourself in different situations, yeah, you never know who you're going to meet. And I think talking to people, even if it's an older person, that's, you know, not even in your age range, like you were saying, like, just talk to anyone and get yourself more comfortable with, yeah, like asking them how their day was or if you're in the grocery store be like oh like something in their cart oh is that good like literally mm-hmm. I, I can talk to anyone like especially at the yeah. airport for instance like Facts. I will literally talk to anyone like I don't yeah. give a shit I'm like yeah. I will just because I'm bored I'm like we're in the airport like let's just chat like fuck it yeah so you never know who you're gonna meet right <laughs> like it's just right. that's the whole point about it it's fun and I think that is a really good tip for like kind of how to build that confidence and really kind of get comfortable with talking with new people. Cause then when you go on a date and I loved when you said, don't have expectations. Cause that's something that when I was in the dating world, I really got used to. Cause I would put like, Oh, like what if this is my husband or, exactly. Oh, like this person's really cool. And like, Oh, but I really want to date them. But what if it doesn't go what well, like all of your overthinking that I go mm-hmm. through, but then it's like, if you take, this is my really good advice too, is similarly, when you go into a first date, try not to have any expectations. Go into it just being like, I'm going to get to know this person. I don't know them. They don't know me. Let's get to know each other. See if we have some things in common. If we hit it off, great. If we don't, I have a story to tell and I met someone new. Fine. Right? Like what is the worst thing that can happen is I never see that person again, or maybe we'll go on a few dates. Who knows? But I think having no expectations kind of sets yourself up for success. Because think about it. If you think about it like, oh, I, I, I'm going to meet my husband tonight. And then you're disappointed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have that disappointment if you don't have these crazy expectations going into a first date. Yeah. And you you are not being taken out of the present moment also because you're too busy. You know, mm-hmm. you're too busy thinking about this idea that, oh my God, there'd be my future husband or, you know, my future wife. So it's like, mm-hmm. how about you just focus in? And again, this is in everyday life. And like I started with my son, right? Like literally biggest lesson I've learned from having a three-year-old is how present moment they are. Right. And for mm-hmm. me, that's really important because I've learned to take that and apply that to as many areas as possible in my life. And we could especially use that in dating, you know, cause we're so busy, like, especially when you first couple of days, maybe you're like, Oh, we're going to sleep together soon. Right. Like, are we, is it, you know, especially if you have that approach. Right. And again, I do think that's important to obviously communicate those things and talk about that. Right. But it's like, that's another thing. And then maybe it gets there and you're, you're having all these expectations and all of a sudden performance anxiety. And then it's like done, you know, and you're like, you know, so I think, you know, we can always do, do better to, to just like take a breather and be like, enjoy the fun and the spontaneity that comes with meeting people and going on dates. I love it. 
And to back to your, to, to the other thing too, that you get from talking to strangers though, is that you can actually just switch up different things that you could actually use in a dating context also. So if you're like, Hey, I went up to this person today and I talked about this and they're really receptive, or I talked to this person about that. And I tried saying this that way, like take that and log that in your memory bank and be like, you know what, that actually worked really well. Maybe this is going to work in a dating context. Let's see. Right. Like here's a fun mm -hmm. one that I use to get, I always talk with daters on the street, right. To like get content. Yeah. Like, and I'm, it's the summer, it's like spring and summer now. So things are going to get turned up. It's going to be fun. I love trying random stuff. And so one of my favorite I ones, it. I love it. One of my favorite ones uh, that I'm, when I'm by myself, which is tough, it's a tough sell to get people to talk to you when you're by yourself. But what I do, especially if it's a group of women, I literally just go, Hey, is anybody here single? And it's like, they're all like, what? And, and then they're <laughs> like, and it just like instantly like dials in. Cause they think, I'm like, okay, I built a dating app. So I want to ask you this question, tell me. And then I just go right into it. Right. I don't wait. Like there's ways to like get effective at communication, even if it's like a single person. Right. So if you're single and you're trying to like, let's say, I don't know, people call it like if you're cold approaching someone and you don't know anything about them. Right. I don't usually mm -hmm. use those terms, but it's like, let's just say you approach like a stranger. There's ways to like communicate so that you just like get right into the conversation rather than having someone like, you know, and that's what I learned actually from talking to people on the street is if I let them think too much about wanting to respond to my question, they're done. So it's like, you have right. to like, you're like, yeah. Hey, like one of them would be like, this is one that doesn't work well. It's like, Hey, can I ask you a few questions for my TikTok? Cause then they have a time right. to like, think about, Oh, what? And I'm like, instead yeah. I would be like, Hey, I'd love to ask you a question about modern dating. Do you think that most people should do X? And then they're already like, Oh, actually. And I'm like, Hey, wait, let me just give you the mic. And then it's like game on, you know? So you got you to gotta mm -hmm. find those little tweaks that, that you can really apply. Like if I was single, I now have that knowledge and experience that I could take to, to the dating piece, right? So that yeah, I love it. I love it because you learn human yeah. psychology, right? That's what dating, right. dating right. really helps you, you know? It really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is just, this is such a fun conversation. Any last thoughts? I know we are almost out of time. So sure. any last thoughts before we get into our game? Oh, let's get into the game. Bring the game on. I'm ready for All the right. game. All right. Are you ready? So the first one, it's just called this or that. So it's just between two things. Sure. Let's do it. All right. So the first one is, are you an early riser or night owl? Why does it have to be 50-50? I'm both. Like oh, it's a flow okay. state. It do, depends on yeah. the flow state. I'm an early riser, but I'm also, I get that late night high, you know, so I got to tap <gasps> into that. So both. Hey, totally fair. Yeah. Curly fries or waffle fries? You're like, Damn. In, the, in the 90s, like when I was, you know, 10 or 11, it would be spicy curly fries for sure. But mm. no, I'm still going to say spicy curly fries, not, yeah. not waffle fries. Fuck that. Yeah. Would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to control weather? I already talked to animals, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's fucking anything's new there. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's just stick with that one. Let, let nature do its thing, man. I love that nature <laughs> runs the weather. I mean, it makes us remind us of our, you know, uh, like humanness and finitude, yes. how frail we are. So true. Yeah. Would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? Man. I want both. I want the cabin in the woods right by the ocean. But like how okay. possible is that? I don't know. I mean, can I get that in like New York or something? I mean, wait, New York. Yeah, there must be something like that on the shore. 
Probably, yeah. I was going to say, like, up in the, I don't know what they call it. Upstate New York. That's upstate New York. Yeah, if I can get some upstate New York real estate, then I'm doing it, right? Give me that short drive. But I'm feeling the ocean these days because, uh, you know, the weather affects your mood and your skin a lot. So I like that salt water. Yes. Same. But but if I could get, like, a cabin in the woods with a nice fresh lake, then I'll go for that. That would be sweet. Do you prefer online shopping or in-person shopping? Fuck, Janae, you're really pushing me here. Uh, look, for most things online, but jeans okay. and pants, like, honestly, it's got to be in person. You've got to try. And shoes, like, those are the two that, like, yeah, I, they just mm -hmm. don't work. So depends and what I'm buying. That's the answer. Right. Right. And then you order online, then you're like, fuck, it doesn't fit. Now I have to do the return situation. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Everybody mm -hmm. hates that. I hate that. And then it so. just sits in your closet and then you're like, well, so you know what? That. I had this ex-girlfriend once that really forced me. I ordered some wine glasses. I was like, fine, I'll get some new wine glasses. They sent me two. I got charged for two. I was like, okay, I'll send these back. I don't need, you know, eight pairs right now. Four is good. And I went through the whole process of she has to be sent it back after a few weeks. And it never re got returned and I still got charged. And I was like, fuck oh, this. I'm never, ever sending things back again, first off. And I'll just sell it or keep it. That's right. it. Yeah. Like, totally. So. The next one is, would you rather create a new day of the week or create a new language? Uh, language for sure. That's way more mm -hmm. interesting and has way more depth to where the possibilities could go to. And mm. fuck with time, but we could definitely, you know, uh, evolve human language that's true that would be really cool this one might be tough for you i don't know give up all technology or give up tv movies and books why is books lumped in with tv and movies like i don't read kindle so if it's hard copy <laughs> books then you know i'm gonna go with the books that i'll keep uh I mean, I'm trying to get off the laptop and the screen. So maybe the end goal is giving up all technology. But when we say all technology, look, I have a philosophy degree here. So we need to be very particular. Are we talking about like everything <laughs> is a technology? A pen is a technology. Fire is a technology. So what am I? You know, I, I guess the internet. Technology. I guess the internet. Yeah, in I'm good with getting rid of the internet. Let's go with that. No okay. internet works mm -hmm. for me. Love it. Yeah. Do you prefer like going on an activity date? Or a dinner date, like bowling. Is it a first date or a? Um. Yeah, first date. First date. Nothing is black and white with me, Janae. I'm very complex, as you can tell. So a first <laughs> date, I don't. I do like dinner dates, but only if it's not a first date. But so it would have to be activity based. I would say on the first one because it gives you a chance to talk. I think a fun one, uh, yeah. which would be rock climbing. Rock climbing is a fun, one, even though. I'm sure my current girlfriend is listening and hearing me say that right now and she wants to go rock climbing. So I better do that. And even though it's, we're way past first dates here, but uh, it would be an activity based rock climbing. I think that's a fun one. That is cool. I like that. Uh, personal chef or personal housekeeper? I love both of those for two different reasons. Um, <laughs> You're like, can I have you both? Well, no, like I love to cook. I've cooked for the majority mm -hmm. of my life when I was younger. I love it. It's a good hobby. And then I also like to clean because it clears my mind. I'm like, I need a Zen space, you know? So, mm -hmm. but with my son and stuff, I would say 
personal cleaner because it does help uh you know shit gets crazy the house it's like a tornado went through here so uh you know personal cleaner once in a while get those baseboards clean i would say that probably i just like i don't like the idea of employing people to do those tasks but that's and then a chef would be fun if you did like a dinner date with like a party of friends right that would be fun you could be That'd like be hey let's get a personal chef in and have a eight people over and that would be cool yeah. so. right i know i love that idea too eyes that film everything or ears that record everything yeah ears disturb me i would say so i would go with the eyes recording everything i mean we already kind of do that anyway on both of them but the earpiece would be too much audio the visuals i would go with for sure that's totally fair um visit 100 years in the future or 100 years in the past 100 years isn't long enough for me to go in the past i'd like to go much further so i would say 100 years in the future then like 100 years we know was happening it was terrible it wasn't a good time so true true very true all right and then the last one is sunrise or sunset sunrise because sunrise. you want to start fresh you know you're feeling good mm -hmm. things are happening the horizon is like your it's like the day is yours you know i love that oh my gosh well this was such a fun conversation Please let everyone know where they can connect with you, find you, find the app, all the things. Yeah, all the things. Pretty simple. Heartstring dating. Um, find us on Instagram or go to heartstringapp.com. You can also download us uh, in the app store, Heartstring Dating. Same thing, Google Play. And uh, yeah, DM me on Instagram if you have any questions, comments, feedback. I'm behind the scenes. I'm the main one. I'm the only one. So uh, yeah, would love to get everyone's feedback and keep growing this vision. So thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. It was so much fun talking to Lee Michael, and I just loved our conversation. I hope you did as well. Please, 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 if you are in the single dating world, please go download his app, Heartstrings, and definitely go follow along his story on his socials. They will obviously be linked in the show notes, and you can also find all of my links there, my adult products link, my website. I have cute merch. And yeah, follow me on all of my social media at My Naked Mindset on everything. And you know where to find me next week. Same time, same place here at My Naked Mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Bye!